with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My name is Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney over there. Hi. And Matt DeBurr's right there. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. It's the podcast, pre-show, podcast after the broadcast thing. There you um, go. You got it. This is like the bonus time that you get that we don't necessarily mention on the radio. Man, we had fun today. Did we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked hearing all the adoption <laughs> stories. It was really neat. Yeah. So yeah. you're terrified to find out you have long lost family somewhere. I know. I just like hearing about other people's stories. Uh, I don't want to know about my long lost brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Matt totally wants to find out if he's got extra siblings. Like he really does, right? Yeah. My sister's boring. Yeah. Bring on another one. <laughs> oh, she's she not boring. She is not boring. She adds a lot of spice to your life. Can you imagine having yes. two of her? I love her, but like two of her, uh... <laughs> I would be the long lost sibling. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that I am welcoming Alex, Matt's sister, into my family. Jack and I are basically going to be related here it's in true. a few short months. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Chris uh, does not believe I this. I don't see the re- relative thing. My cousin is engaged to Matt's sister. Is she your first cousin, Jack? Kind of. Chris, why? <laughs> Let us have one thing. It's like, if we're family, we got to get along. This yeah, is good for you. This is good for you. No for, more fighting. I know, but for the record, is she your first cousin? She's, no. She's like your third cousin or something. It's like kind. If, if I don't my, know. If my third cousin <laughs> married Matt's it's sister. It's still a cousin. I, Speaking of adoption and family genes, I got a it's little, still a cousin. I got some serious family jealousy going on. Can you it's tell? It's still blood. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to be blood related. We're all related. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Here we go. All right. The show was fun. Let's do it. Okay. Good morning. Cloudy becoming a mix of sun and cloud later on today and windy, a high of 19 degrees. Well, something weird happened on a flight that came to New York from Dubai. About 100 passengers were sick on arrival. The plane was quarantined after landing. Health officials say now that passengers and crew members appear to have the flu and everyone is in stable condition. How scary would that be? Like everyone's puking on the plane and you just have to land and then you're in quarantine. The CDC comes in in their hazmat suits. Yeah. I would uh, be panicking. And there's not and usually enough bathrooms in an airplane for everybody. Like it, I they just, give you a little sick bags. Oh, oh, oh gosh, yeah, that would be ugly. Well, it was one of the very first shows on Netflix to take off, and now it's calling it quits. House of Cards Season 6 returns for its final season on November 2nd. The latest trailer confirms that Kevin Spacey's character, Frank Underwood, is indeed dead, and Claire, his kind of wife, seems less than devastated. Mm. Well, the Eskimos, Justin Sorensen, is in studio this morning at 7.35, giving you a chance to win tickets for the Labor Day rematch. Don't forget, Saturday is family day at the Esks game, with kids under 17 getting in free when there's an adult buying a ticket. And the NFL season kicks off tonight as the defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, take on the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons. Now, parent-teacher interviews. With the start of school year, they are still a couple months away, but that doesn't stop parents from getting on into the classroom business and thinking they know better than the teachers. That includes trying to switch the classroom that their kids are in so that they can be with their friends. We had tons of you reach out, including a teacher in Sherwood Park who said parents might be experts on their children, but teachers are experts on group and classroom dynamics. The goal is to create the best learning environment for all students within a class and the school. Class times for learning, 
Recess is for playing. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was a heated debate yesterday. We'd like to continue it uh, this morning. Um, Jack, again, you kind of for the first uh, number of years of your school, you and your your best friend Jessica were always put in different classes, but your mother somehow made it happen <laughs> that you'd get put back in the same class. Yes, Sam and Jennifer went yeah. to that school on the second day of school yeah. every year for five years. Y- your, sure. your mothers are the ones that drive the te- teachers to drink, I think. I think so, b- too. By the sounds of it, because they say these teachers think about this. There's a reason why uh, they're trying to put the certain kids with certain kids and just kind of make the uh, the whole culture the harmony of the exactly. class. But Jess and I concentrated on learning. We didn't have to worry about making you friends. You certainly weren't the problem. It's the two kids that got moved out of your classroom to the other classroom <laughs> that might be the problem, kids. Yeah. Started the perfect storm in the exactly. other classroom. Exactly. Why is that other classroom on fire? Oh, because... Oh, Jess and Jack are together. That's all that really matters. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, so your kids go to school for the first day and they come home and they're in tears because they're not in the classroom with any of their friends. What do you do as a parent? Uh, that was the great debate uh, yesterday and we're going to continue it this morning. Uh, Jack says, uh, you know what? Uh, get them together. Find a way to, to teach your kids to fight. That's what your mom taught you, right? Yes. A no is always up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're You'd make a great criminal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I like a lawyer. Yeah, Matt, Matt and I are more on the fence of just, uh, you know what? The kids deal with it. Our, our daughter, it seemed like every year she had to kind of deal with that and uh, just kind of taught her to, 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 to be friends with others. She says, sometimes I'd, my best friend in the class would be the teacher. So there you Life's go. Life's hard and the world is mean. Yep. Get used to it, kids. You can't switch bosses or coworkers. That's right. I You'll believe meet. you can make the world nicer. <laughs> <laughs> for yourself and nobody else. <laughs> All right. We're looking for your uh, opinion because that's what matters most at 103.939. Yes. This person says, my youngest daughter was put in a grade two, three split class. I complained because I thought it would be distracting. Well, the teacher said she would move her if I wanted, but she believed it would do her good because she was the youngest of three girls at home. And in that classroom, she would be one of the older kids. So hmm. she could help the younger ones that were in grade two. Well, I listened to her recommendations and that was one of the best years my daughter had in school. Interesting. Teachers are pros, bro. Yeah. Let them do their thing. All right. I was in a 7-8 split, but I was a young 7, and I was also a young, like I was a December baby, so I was oh, like right. really, really young in that class. But that was a fun year um, with the grade 8 boys. I remember they used to just give me Charlie horses every day. So <laughs> like, was, oh, you guys. Okay, I think you're having flashbacks. <laughs> I am. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shelly, what's your take? They need to trust the administration and why those children were put together in the first place. So you got to look at the friendship is one aspect, yeah. but they're building those classes for the teachers to be able to teach them the best way. It's funny. I was talking to a buddy about this subject yesterday because he's got a daughter going into uh, grade 10 and he's got a daughter in grade uh, 12 now. But he, he said that his daughter, it seemed like she was never in with her friends because, uh, and, and again, of course, this is what a dad believes, but she's a really well-behaved kid. And he said she seemed like they, they put a balance there. So they kind of put some well-behaved ones in with some other ones. So she was kind <laughs> exactly. of, she was always in the, you know, the, the kind of the rowdy classroom all the way through, he said, looking back. So yeah. that there, there's a purpose for why they do this kind of stuff, right? There is. I work in the school system, and they start working way back in the spring, yeah. looking wow. at the profiles of all of these kids, Profile. and their yeah. learning <laughs> styles, their behaviors, all yeah. of it, so that they can build the best well-rounded yeah. classroom that they can so these okay. kids can be successful. You yeah. can't leave a classroom of Jacks with one teacher who has the best, and then a classroom of Matt's, because <laughs> that poor teacher is going to have hell all year. The Matt classroom? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Carrie, thank exactly. you. For, thank you for calling. Thank you. All yeah. right, to line two now. Shelly, what's your take? I am the single mother of twins, and so they asked me if I wanted my girls to be in the same class, and I said yes. 
but they couldn't sit beside each other. Right. So they had to learn to make friends and to make sure that they were learning each of them without relying on each other. So that's what I did. They were in the same class, but they couldn't sit beside each other. Okay. I that's, like that. That's, that's like the best of both worlds. That's a good take. I know if uh, Matt was in class with Jack, he'd definitely want to sit beside her and learn from her, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> a little, take a little peek, see? <laughs> Th- thank you for calling, Shelly. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Should parents interfere with the natural selection of how the kids get uh, put into classrooms? Uh, we're getting a lot of response at 103.939. This is interesting. My friends and I knew not to start off the year sitting together as teachers would automatically split us up. So once class started, we caused so much disruption by trying to pass notes and stuff that they would just put us all together to settle the class down, and it worked every time. Ah, interesting. That's impressive. Yeah, but like, yeah, sometimes you think you're out thinking the teachers, but maybe they're all one step ahead of you. Maybe they had a plan. I don't know what like it was. I think but, so. Yeah, Kids exactly. are pretty devious, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Rihanna, what's your take? Parents need to stop coddling their kids. Yeah. Plain and simple. Stop wrapping them in bubble wrap. Suck it up. Deal with it. Bubble but my wrap. baby. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> I've got a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old and started school the other day, and no, Mom, I don't like this. Too bad. <laughs> But that bubble wrap is so comfy. It took me years to mold my parents into the the suckers that they are. <laughs> I don't want to ruin all that. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, here's the deal. Uh, coming up tomorrow morning at 7.15, we've got a really cool contest announcement. <laughs> Can't say too much, but it's going to send you somewhere with something really cool, and it's just—it's going to be great. So Huge. be listening tomorrow morning at seven fifteen for your chance to win. I got to do a quick shout out to uh, the Habitat for Humanity folks. Uh, uh, was uh, honored to be there as a uh, the host of their golf tournament at the Belvedere Golf and Country Club. Boy, that's a beautiful golf course. That's a beautiful track, Matt. Have you ever been out there? Private course, never been. Okay, all right. But I would love an invite if somebody's a member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm, free. <laughs> I'm waiting and willing. They had a great day. They had a great day of golf. They raised uh, thousands of dollars for Habitat for Humanity, which is just a wonderful cause. Uh, of course, it makes uh, it just changes people's lives. People that could never afford a home actually get a chance. We know Garth Brooks and Trisha were here last year actually mm-hmm. on the build. You guys saw that. It was amazing. And Angela, one of the moms uh, who's uh, actually a single mother with three uh, wonderful children, uh, she told a story yesterday about how they now live in St. Albert. This is the very first time in many, many years, they've actually got a home with bedrooms for each of the daughters. And this summer, they kept they all got to bring like friends over and have sleepovers and things that they never got a chance to do before Habitat so came into exciting. their world. The coolest part about Habitat for Humanity is how involved yeah. the person who's receiving the house is right. in the house process. Right, yeah, right. they help build. Yeah, it's like sweat e- equity. Whether you're volunteering in the community or you're helping to build your own uh, house, it's just, it's just such a great thing. So uh, thanks to all of them. Angela told a cute story about her six-year-old daughter her first day back at school she says ah, it was kind of interesting she got through it and then the next day I went to wake her up and she said I gotta go back again today like what? <laughs> I thought that was a one time thing yeah exactly no, but she said no, no no you're in school now for the next 12 years get used to it Aww. anyway oh life's tough you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast Tyler is standing by Tyler you have a chance to see this guy Keith Urban. Yay. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. All you got to do is answer two out of three questions. You know what? This is uh, like, that's like a 66% average. That's We'd take that in school any day, wouldn't we, Tyler? 
don't know. That's better than my school grades. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign for Keith Chemistry, but... <laughs> we'll find out, Jack. Question number one. All right. What is the chemical formula for water? H2O. Yeah. Nailed it. Chemistry nice. is a strong suit. There you oh. go. Okay. Okay, Tyler. Second question. If you put Keith Urban and Carrie Underwood together, what song do you get? Oh, um, I know it, but I don't know the song. Okay, so you're going to say... Sing through it. Come on. You got it. Get to the chorus. No, I like Tyler. He's giving up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You got you got a third question. Chris really wants you to move on for some reason. He's still thinking, Chris. <laughs> well, he said he doesn't know it. Do you know it, Tyler? Are you guys able to like, sing some lyrics? We did a real bad job of that. Okay. We're pulling a Chris and we're moving on. Uh, uh, yeah, I have faith that you're going to get the third one right. And by the way, it was okay. Fighter, the Fighter. The Fighter. Okay, what reality TV show did Keith Urban appear on as a judge? As a judge. Oh, like following all the same shows. Uh, or American Idol. Yeah. Yeah, it was. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you got two out of three. That's a yes from us, dog. Yeah, I knew you were a 66% guy. I, I, I had faith in you the whole time. C's get degrees, Chris. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Dallas Smith and Make Him Like You. It's been a big week for Dallas. Will it get bigger? Will he win Male Vocalist of the Year at the CCMAs coming up uh, this weekend? You do hope so. Yeah. Yeah. He's had such a good year. Yeah, he has. Um, You just think about him at uh, BVJ and how how everybody loved him so much. And Mm -hmm. anyway, we'll see. The CCMAs coming up uh, this weekend in Hamilton. That should be a good show, as it always is. It's 6.54. My name is Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurs. Hello. Yeah. You know what? Coming up tomorrow, uh, we, we do want to look ahead because we've got a really cool contest announcement. Kissing Country is known for the coolest contest in the world, and this one's going to be really cool. It's 7.15. You don't want to miss the information and how you can win an unbelievable, priceless getaway, as we like to call it. Also, tomorrow, um, yeah, we're going to do something very special with a mushroom and Jack. And, and, <laughs> you just, and just for the record, so everyone knows, I hate mushrooms. She hates mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That she may have to eat one. It'll all make sense. We'll probably do that. I don't know what we should pick a probably time. But this time pro- let's let's do it this time tomorrow. Let's talk about it. It's pretty gonna... ridiculous. Yeah. Gang. Uh, okay. I'm not involved for once. Yeah. <laughs> which is a nice treat. <laughs> you get to be a spectator for yes. once. Okay, that's coming up. And also in the next few moments, um, you know what? Uh, more and more now people are finding their adopted uh parents. You know, it's it's just a kind mm-hmm. of a thing. I think forty years ago when people put somebody up for adoption they never thought if they didn't want to they would ever actually uh, find each other but uh, dna has changed that completely and you 23 know, and me man exactly yeah. we've got an unbelievable story coming up in less than five minutes you just have to hear you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast okay this crazy uh, story about this wisconsin guy he finds out that he's actually working with his birth father they became best friends at work for the last couple of years and then he finds out it actually was his birth father it's incredible. So yeah. we were asking about your adoption stories. This is hilarious. In my first year biology class at university, says a texter, they used to do blood typing of students. However, they had to stop because every year at least one person would find out that their father was yeah. not who they thought he was. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like I know my dad's my dad, my mom's my mom. Yeah. But 
Like that's so exciting. Do you, Matt? Exciting. Do you know? <laughs> pretty, it would be super exciting to find something like that. It'd I be think like, it would be devastating. <laughs> it'd be a little earth shattering, but like in a good way. <laughs> you'd be like, oh look, new sisters and siblings to get to know. Okay, so if you found out your dad wasn't your dad, you'd be excited. I know he's my dad. <laughs> no, I'm just, but, but no, like more so if I found out I had a long lost brother that sister. was rich. That was rich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a Homer Simpson and yeah. his brother. That somehow situation. you were related to Connor McDavid or something. There, yeah. okay. I, I, kind of look like I agree with Jack. Exciting's the wrong word. Devastating <laughs> would be the other. No. You're you're in science class and you find out your father's not your father. Well, they're not going to like to say, oh, and look at the sample. And you you, high- your dad's not your dad in the <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> It comes back a little ways later. Uh, All right. Speaking of long lost brothers, this is a neat story. Hmm. So when my grandmother was younger, her mother passed away and her entire family got split up. One of her brothers that was only nine days old was adopted and they didn't want anything to do with the biological family. Well, long story short, a couple of weeks ago, her long-lost brother appeared at her old age home. She waited 87 years to meet her baby brother. (laughs) They got a lot of catch up See, now that's exciting, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Story out of Wisconsin where a guy's working with another guy uh, for a couple of years. They become best friends, and then he finds out the guy's actually his real birth father. He knew he was adopted for years, but he never thought he was working with his dad. His bros. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and the biological dad didn't know either. It was right. his adoptive parents that put all the pieces together. Right. They're like, oh boy. Picture <laughs> two are, those two are pretty close. Maybe we should let them know. I picture it one day in the truck. They were like, you're like a son to me. Yeah. Oh. Like, you're like a father to me. Yeah. And then they went on with their days. That's exactly what happened. We're looking for your stories similar to that. Yes. This texter says, my cousin met a guy at the fringe. And as the story unfolded, after he was invited to Thanksgiving dinner, his mother was born near Airdrie and was put up for adoption. Hmm. Well, coincidentally, the same area that my grandpa was brought up. Well, his biological grandpa turned out to be my grandpa's brother. So my cousin was dating my cousin. Ah, that is when it gets awkward. Oh, yeah, for who? <laughs> <laughs> Many. <laughs> I don't have any girl cousins. Just so you know. As far as you know. All right. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Grace, you got a story kind of uh, similar to this? I have, a, I have a story and you'd never believe it except I know all the people and it happened in downtown Thorsby. Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> Thorsby once again. comes to the forefront. Okay, we're listening. (laughs) Um, So, and it it was just that two people from two different countries were exactly on the right spot on a street at the same time that this happened. But uh, friends of ours, their their friend from Germany was visiting, and they're walking down the street in Thorsby, and they come come upon this lady who's my brother's neighbor, also originally from Germany but living in Canada forever, and they start talking in German. And the lady from Germany, she had been separated from her family as a teenager and ended up like in England or somewhere and and adopted and stuff, but had always wondered about, you know, being reunited with her real family. The lady from Thorsby was originally from the same village that they were from. And so anyway, she helped make connection back in Germany with people from uh, from this village. And, you know, years and years and years later... The, this lady was reunited with her family because in in the exact correct moment, she was in the exact right spot. Wow. 
Yeah. Thank you, Thorsby. Is there anything Thorsby can't do? No. That's why I go around talking German. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just hoping that you got another family. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're in Japan. Ach nein, another dad. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Eskimos in action on Saturday. We got your tickets, and it's going to be a fun way to win them too. But we're talking about uh, you know adoption stories and crazy ones like that one in. Wisconsin, where a guy finds out he's actually been working with his dad. Dad, his yeah. real dad. We got a text here. They said they were on the Ryan Jesperson show talking about their story. My brother and I met after 52 years of not knowing where each other was after our aunt was contacted and she had said that she raised him for a year as a child. Well, it took her a year to figure out through Facebook Messenger, but it's been wonderful getting to know my brother. There That's it is. all I asked for. Yeah. Is one long lost sibling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be careful I think what you it ask would for. be so strange. <laughs> yeah, but like in the most wonderful way. Like I like a get shorty situation. Huh? Or no, sorry. Twins. Twins? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Are you my brother, Justin? You'd be Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think you two are brothers. Just looking at you. <laughs> I'm way too handsome. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Dear Drunk Me, there's Chad Brownlee kissing in the morning with uh, Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurse. Hello. And from the Edmonton Eskimos, Justin Sorensen. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome. He's in, Thank you. He's in studio, and he's looking um, he's looking heavy today, and I could say that because... But in a good way. In a good way, because coming up in the next few moments, we're going to let you guess how much Justin weighs this morning for your chance to win tickets to the Eskimo game, uh, family four-pack uh, for the Labor Day rematch. We're going to move on from what happened on uh, on, uh, on Monday. Uh, the reality is coulda shoulda wouldas but uh, that game was there to win and i i you know i i'm i'm optimistic about how things are going to work out this year with the gray cup here and you guys proved you could beat him you just there was just a couple of things that didn't go right yeah absolutely i think we played well and definitely played well enough to beat him just a yeah. few two turnovers hurt us in the third quarter there yeah. is there any piece of advice you can give chris to get over losses cuz i think he holds on to mm. them longer than you do <laughs> you players do I, I know i do i know i do that's probably for sure but i got to move on i know you guys got to move on the next game, yep. right? You got to start thinking about the next game. Even after a loss, for me, I can hang on to that for about three or four days and just let it just work in my guts. Because yeah, if you dwell on the loss, then it's affecting your next game, right? Exactly. Exactly. Your performance go, for next game, Chris. I'll yeah. Be, but I'll be ready. Like by Saturday, uh, by Saturday afternoon, I'll be ready to go. And okay. it's going to be awesome. We were just talking off air about the fact that you think it's really cool that the kids get to come to the game for free. Yeah, sweet. R- right. Seventeen and under. All they got to do. Yeah. All, all they got to <laughs> yeah, do. It's true. Is bring a bring an adult with them, which is probably always a good good thing to do but uh the eskimos uh, it really is and i mean you guys have been there for years it really is a family affair right it is so much fun tickets are affordable and uh you know even if you don't and and don't get me wrong but even if you i always say even if you didn't watch a minute of the action on the field there would be enough stuff going on around you to to pay for your ticket right i know that (laughs) (laughs) i still have never watched a play you haven't i don't think so no thanks jack (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm there for support oh appreciate it of who Cheer, right? <laughs> when I yeah, when I ask him to make noise for the defense, you make noise. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. She's yeah. on her phone going woo. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of those people when everybody starts cheering. She's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I just hope that it's the right team I'm excited for. There's <laughs> something going on. But uh, because it's family day, a bunch of uh, really uh, cool people are going to be there, including... Yeah, they're welcoming some special guests, including Paw Patrol. They have Chase and Sky. They have SpongeBob SquarePants. They have Dora. And they have Raphael and Michelangelo Ooh. of the Ninja Turtles. Okay. Nice. Who's your favorite of that group? Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Michelangelo, sure. the funny guy. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. the orange one. Yeah. Yeah. When I was when I was a kid, I used to have like the Ninja Turtle van and all the Ninja Turtles. And I used to play. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That yeah, was sweet. Ninja Turtles rocked. April yeah. O'Neil, probably my first crush. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> she was a reporter. Yeah. Cute one oh, at I that. thought your first crush would have been that hockey player in that show. Oh, Casey Jones? Yeah. Nah, not a big kiss. He was too edgy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't want you to be too edgy. No. Right? Yeah. Uh, all right. More with Justin and your chance to win tickets to the game coming up. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Jason Aldean and Dirt Road Anthem kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, Matt, and uh, Justin Sorensen, uh, the uh, offensive lineman from the Edmonton Eskimos. He uh, gives the ball to Mike Riley and does a pretty darn good job of that. Big game coming up uh, this weekend on Saturday. Saturday. It's family day at the Eskimo game. As we said, the Ninja Turtles are going to be there. Paw Patrol, SpongeBob, and, and uh, you know, a cast of uh, a thousand cheering on the Eskimos. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be amazing. Hey, all right, here's the deal. How much does Justin uh, Sorensen weigh today? Uh, we're going to have to figure this out. Um, it's funny because we've got a couple of scales here, but uh, they're maybe not made for regular-sized guys. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> you mean not regular-sized <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but what you're going to do right now to win your tickets to the game is you're going to guess how much Justin weighs this morning. He actually weighed himself before he came this morning because he was. you had a feeling that we might have some issues with our scales. Yeah. If you had issues with scales before. I have. Yes. Yeah. Some of them have limits. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Really? Yeah. What is it? Well, some of them usually don't go above 300. Yeah. I got a uh, okay. I got a, a talking scale. I got on it once, and it said, one at a time, please. So <laughs> You don't have to laugh. Okay. <laughs> Sir, you may need to lose some weight. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, text us now at 103939 with how much you think Justin Sorensen weighs this morning. And we'll give you a hint. You're 6'8", right? Yes. You're a football player. I am that. And what did you do last night? Uh, we went out for wings. The offensive line did, and <laughs> yeah. I ate four pounds of wings. Four pounds. Yeah. See, so wings, your guess plus four basically. Wing, wings don't weigh that much. Like four pounds of them, that adds up. Like that's a, how many wings would that be? Well, usually it's ten pounds of wings, so forty wings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, so. if you ate wings, you'd know that ten wings is usually a pound. Oh, yeah, because they weigh with the bones in, right? You're not uh, eating the bones. Do you eat the bones, Justin? No. Who eats the bones? My mother-in-law. No. What? Yes. She Should eats chicken bones. We were over there the other night, and she was like chewing away on her chicken bones. She's like, ooh, these bones are good. I'm like, you're not a Labrador retriever, Nadia. What are you doing? <laughs> that's, Maybe that's she just strange. wanted to get the last bit of meat. <laughs> wanted yeah. to get that knuckle, that gummy <laughs> knuckle. She was chewing. She wanted to get the bone marrow. Yeah. She, she was chewing on the bones. All right. How much does Justin weigh? The, the, uh, the guesses are coming in. Uh, a lot of them are over 300 pounds. I think that might have been your Hint. That's the yes, hint. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? The exact uh, one, one of the ones, because there'll be a couple probably, but one, somebody that's guessed the exact number is going to the football game to see uh, Justin and the rest of the Eskimos stomp the stamps on Saturday night. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's the rec laws and long live the night. Kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurse. Hello. And Justin Sorensen from the Woo. Edmonton Eskimos. Hey, everyone. We're all in our places with bright, shiny faces. Uh, thank you for coming in. You got yeah, uh, player meetings happening um, and, uh, you know, all 316 pounds of you. A lot of interesting guesses on how much you weigh. Uh, the uh, Somebody thought you weighed 129 pounds. When was the last time you weighed 129 pounds, six foot eight, Justin Sorensen? It'd have to be yeah. elementary school. Yeah. And like early elementary like school. Like grade two? When yeah, did you probably. reach six foot eight? Grade nine. Wow. Oh, my Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's when your dad said, I think we got a football player, honey. <laughs> yeah, basketball. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Can you dunk? Uh, I used to be able to. I'm sure I probably still could get it in there. Yeah. Got a boy. Yeah. The, the knees aren't where they used to be, though, you know? 
Oh, tell I me hear about that. It. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd dunk too. Yeah, I, yeah totally. It's, it's Chris the Chris can elevate. <laughs> you <laughs> probably even get a credit card under there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my dad joke Burn. before I got it out. I swear you heard it. And I was just going to ask, I asked you off air, but you know, when somebody sees you on an airplane coming towards them, that dreaded, oh my gosh, that giant person like me is going to be sitting beside them. But you were like that times two. Uh, what's usually the face that they make? So it's not that good. But the good thing is I'm not super wide. Right. I'm more tall, so it's not yeah. as bad as some people use sometimes out yeah. the side. Yeah. Like, it really just hurts you and your legs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and my knees jammed in the seat in front of me. Like, Who's your plane yeah. partner on the Eskimos? Uh, well, we we charter a plane, so we get no like big a, deal. a seat in between everybody. Okay, that's nice. So it's like two people in a three-seater, right? But yeah. I sit beside Matt O'Donnell. We had the emergency exit row, too. And so. he's 6'11". So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but we had emergency exit row, so there's lots of leg room. Yeah, no, that's true. You are more, you're taller than you are mm-hmm. wide. Like me, I, I share my love handle with the person beside me. It's like, <laughs> I call him Louie. Thank you. The love handle. <laughs> and it's just kind of the way it goes. What do you call the right side one? Um, Reginald. The Brandy. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, win the game on Saturday for us. That's yes, planned. please. And uh, Jack's even thinking of coming. And yeah. she already has established which she's never seen a play when she goes to a game. No, so. but Maybe Kennedy has a time. baby jersey and it's adorable. Yeah. Okay. Was it Sorensen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Not Aww. yet. As long as she can get a good Instagram <laughs> shot of it, that's all, in. that, all that really matters. <laughs> uh, go Eskimos, go. Thank you for joining us, Justin. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, not so clear is what kids might say. Hmm. Uh, for example, my great niece Adeline, she's just three years old and she calls Bikini Muffins. She calls them bikini muffins. They're zucchini muffins. And she's just like, holy cow, I just love bikinis. So, <laughs> anyway, we're looking for your story similar to that. Yes, and some very cute ones coming in. Michelle says, My daughter, when she was three years old, could not say dandelion. So she would call them dancing lions. Dancing lions. I like that better almost. It's mm. cute. Mm-hmm. This one, my four-year-old grandson loves maple donuts, but has trouble saying maple. So when you <laughs> ask him what kind of donut he wants, he wants a nipple donut. Nipple donut. I for sure like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. My nephew Carson, who's now a grown man, he's like 24 years old. But anyway, when he was a little boy, he he had some challenges with words. And one of them was shorts, and he'd call them orts, I remember. <laughs> and one time he had an unfortunate incident at Callaway Park with his orts <laughs> and his dad. Let's just say that things went sideways in the bathroom because little Carson had the flu. And so his dad did what every dad would do after the orts got soiled. He flushed them down the toilet. And he flushed the orts. And little Carson was just, I'll never forget this for as long as I live. All I could hear, these two in the cubicle, it sounded like there was 19 people in there. And little Carson was screaming, my orts, my orts. And down they went. (laughs) (laughs) like, let's get out of this can before, like, the whole sewer system at Callaway Park gets backed up. Let's go. And the thing is, is that I think that the kids train us because then we end up calling them orts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been orts ever since, right? Uh, Tammy, uh, your grandkids? Instead of saying milk, it's moke. Moke, moke <laughs> does the bones bad. Uh-huh. Uh, and then truck, they, they, they don't Yeah, yeah, we know where that oh, one's going. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, Those yeah, are it's... dad's favorite so, ones. They're swearing every time they say fire yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa just loves that, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah and, yeah. and Grandpa works on an ambulance, so yeah. We oh, get wow. Ampoulance. <laughs> ampoulance. And the fire, you know what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Hey, Tammy, uh, what's your story? My four-year-old says cucumbers as cuckoo-cumbers. Cuckoo-cumbers. And my daughter used to call s'mores with marshmallows um, Martians. (laughs) Martians. Martians. <laughs> Eat a few Martians. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, there's nothing cuter than when little people talk. It, it, it's just so adorable, especially when they get things maybe wrong. And we're looking for those stories. This text says, my two-year-old calls pineapple apple pie. <laughs> this Confusing. One, yeah. <laughs> my daughter calls the iPad the high pad. What you call it? Sorry? The high pad. High pad. Pad pad. I know we've got some that call it the pad pad. So there you go. Hi, pad, pad, pad. Same kind of thing. Kids um, these days lots of kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of kids forgetting the L in clock. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, that would be... No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your story? <laughs> I have four children. And when one of the little ones was sick, she was in the hospital. And my five-year-old at the time was so excited because the nurses were so nice to have given our little one a uh, flamingo to make her feel better, a little stuffed flamingo. Okay. So my five-year-old at the time looked at me with great big eyes. She was so excited. She said, Mommy, they gave her a bingo. A bingo. Aww. Yeah. That is adorable. <laughs> it was very cute. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, do you got a story for us? Oh, do I ever. All right. <laughs> my son was about two and a half, and my husband was picking him up at daycare, and when he came to the door, he squealed, I had your dinosaur for months. It was yummy. Uh, I had what for Pardon? lunch? It was lasagna, but he called it a vagina. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's always leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, we, I yub vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dad got, is yeah. making lasagna every day for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here's the deal. My uh, great niece, uh, Adeline, she actually was calling uh, zucchini. Bikini muffins. Bikini muffins. <laughs> and that's uh, set off a whole story. She's not the only one. Oh, no, she's not. This text came in from Daryl. My niece used to mispronounce Fox. She would say <laughs> another F word. Mm-hmm. So, as a great uncle, I bought her a toy fox and a book, and her parents were so appreciative. Yeah, what does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> nice. This person says, my youngest grandson could not say grandma, so I became bama. Yeah, that's not bad. That's mm-hmm. cute. Oh, grandmas and grandpas, they get called all sorts of things, right? And then when it sticks, it sticks. You can't... You're always bama. Yeah, what about you? When my daughter was uh, wondering who we were going to vote for, she asked us, um, who we were going to vote for in the next erection. Erection? <laughs> who are you going to vote for? <laughs> Tough question. Wow. That erection's like a year away. That's, you know, consult a doctor if it takes that long. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.